Hey everyone, Jeff here from besttechie.com, and this is Techie Bytes episode 55. Today I'm speaking with Tiffany Rose, co-founder at Lux Life Now, formerly Big Crowd Media, an influencer firm which specializes in loop marketing campaigns for big names including Amber Rose and Kyle Richards. We discuss how to build and measure successful influencer campaigns, the importance of Instagram stories for brands, and how to best utilize hashtags. Enjoy. I'm here with Tiffany Rose, the co-founder and also co-CEO of Big Crowd Media. They are a company that that, uh, that runs influencer marketing campaigns, and I'm super excited to have Tiffany on the show because influencer marketing is blowing up in popularity and has been blowing up for quite some time. So I think this is a really interesting topic of discussion. And I'm excited to not only learn about a lot of this myself, but also share their uh, Tiffany's insights with you as well. So Tiffany, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much, Jeff. Thank you for having me. Yeah, great. I'm, I'm super excited to have you on. I, I want to start this episode the way I start pretty much every, every episode with the question of who are you and what do you do? And kind of give us a little bit of background, a flavor for... Uh, you know what you what you've done in the past leading up to big crowd media how you got to where you are Okay, that's the hardest question to answer. Who are you? Uh, I'm getting deep now. Um, so my background was um, I was a model and an actress um, from the UK. Um, I did a lot of films, TV shows. Um, I did a couple of front covers of magazines, some of which you may have heard of. I did the cover of Maxim. Um, numerous I definitely topics. heard of that so, one. <laughs> I know. What boy hasn't? Um, right. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that was my background. Um, I kind of got into the business at a young age and uh, I moved to LA when I was 22, I want to say. Um, and from there, I, you know, I loved the industry, I loved the career I was in. But for me, it just, you know, came time to get married and have kids. And when I had my kids, I had twins, a boy and a girl. Um, I fully left the industry. I just wanted to be a mom and, you know, you know, I was very blessed that I didn't have to go out and work and I got to spend all that time with them. Um, and that's when I, you know, started being that mom at home, uh, spending way too much time on Instagram. And <laughs> I, you know, I, I, a business forum from it because, you know, I was spending, you know, six hours a day just on Instagram liking posts, but I did you know, noticed the trend of, um, you know, influencers and influencer marketing. And I was like, you know, going to bed every night, like, I want to start a business on Instagram. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be something, whether it's baby clothes or uh, dungarees or, or jewelry, or I don't know, shampoo. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to start something. And then um, I started to notice the, the giveaway trend whether it was, you know, Lululemon giving away two pairs of leggings for, you know, all their followers to just make sure they, you know, tag two friends and they're following them and somebody's going to win, you know, two pairs of leggings and a hundred dollar credit. So I started to notice whether the company was a startup or, you know, an already very big established company, I started to notice, you know, the giveaway trend. And that is how I got into Big Crowd Media and, you know, marketing for other companies. So it's kind of brought me to where I am today. And 
I'm so excited about, you know, being involved with Big Crowd and I love my job and I love the service that we provide to our clients. Nice. So that that makes a lot of sense to me. My wife actually ran a, 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 a boutique online for a while and Instagram, I mean, you mentioned like people spend tons of time on it. There are brands all over it. And, 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 sh and she made a lot of sales actually directly through Instagram by using tools that existed uh, and also working with influencers who promoted her the product she was selling and and getting and getting sales uh, you know by them recommending her boutique essentially and so I was able to see firsthand which is why I went when uh, when I when I when I got in touch with you guys I was so interested in speaking with you because um, I, I saw firsthand how 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 much of a, a crucial role influencers are playing on the platform and mm -hmm. it's only getting uh, you know, even it's more in, yeah. you know, involved. Yeah, definitely. So before before we jump into that, though, um, let, I'd like to get you to kind of uh, just give us give us a, 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 an explanation or a description. How do you define influencer marketing? Hmm, that's a good question. Um, influencer marketing. Um, it's taking an influencer. Um, whether it's a celebrity like Kim Kardashian, who's a big celebrity, or it's taking a micro-influencer, so it could be a mummy blogger, or someone that you might walk past in the street and not have any idea who they are, but on Instagram, they are a superstar. And it's about taking these people that match up with your brand and your ethos, and using the audience that they have, their followers, so whether they have 50,000 followers or 150 million followers, it's about using that influencer to market your company. So, you know, the, the best influencers are the ones that actually do use the product. So say they're using your product or they test drive your product for a month and they say, you know, I have been using this cream for a month and it is amazing. Or I am a vegan and I only use vegan protein powders because it's, you know, it fits in with my lifestyle. So influencer marketing, I believe when it's, you're branding up with the, an influencer, whether they're an influencer or a huge celebrity, if they match your brand and your brand's ethos and your whole vibe and what you're trying to give off and, and their audience matches too, I think it's a match made in heaven. And if you find the right influencer to either, you know, do a post for you or a tag or, or you're jumping into a campaign, like we'll talk further about the loop marketing campaigns we offer. If you're going to brand up with our influencers, it's a great strategy to to grow your business. And I do think if you are a startup, that's where, you know, your marketing budget should be going because, um, you're using these influencers to get your brand seen, noticed, and loved, and also get more followers um, for your brand. You can't be a brand, you know, unless you really do have people promoting you and talking about you and buying your things. Right. No, that makes that makes sense. I think I, I think that's actually I think that's a really good point. Right. Where unless people like are from like familiar with your brand do you actually have a brand in the first place like you know you know what i mean like yeah and, and, yeah and that's where influencer marketing can come into play one of and one of those elements at least it can be super yeah. helpful in, in developing um that brand because you're associating yourself your brand with a uh, influential person uh whether they be a celebrity or someone who is uh popular on a particular platform 
and, you know, yeah. by associating with them, you're then able to uh, essentially uh, bump up the value of your brand. And that, I guess that's the hope. Totally. I mean, you, you, you hit it on the head. That's exactly what it is. Um, it's about using somebody else's influence to um, influence these people to support your brand. Um, there's no such thing as being a business on Instagram now. You know, you have to become a brand to mm -hmm. really stick it out for the long run. And that's, you, if you're a blogger, you're a brand, you are your own brand. If you are selling jeans or you're a therapist on Instagram, it doesn't matter, you know, um, what business you're doing. You know, at Big Crowd Media, what we want to see is that our services are turning your business into a brand. I hope that makes sense. You know, a, a brand is something that's recognizable, like Good American or right. Lululemon or uh, Chipotle, for instance. You know, you recognize these things as brands. They're not just businesses. And that's the hope for all of our clients is that we help you on the ladder to turning your business into a brand. You also mentioned uh, making sure that the influencer is closely aligned with the ethos of your company, your business, mm -hmm. um, and, and that and that that obviously will translate to a better relationship and also just a, a probably a better campaign. But mm -hmm. how how often do you see you know brand uh, brands hooking up with the wrong influencers and 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 could that have negative effects? Absolutely. So. Our clients that come to us, some of them are on a roll. They're working with the biggest influencers and the biggest celebrities already. We have some brands, huge brands that work with us. Um, and then we have other people who are a little bit lost. They're a bit like, you know, we paid this girl X, Y, and Z to do a post for us, but we got two followers or we did this and, you know, it didn't really pan out. And what I will say is, is that you have to trust the person you're working with. You have to trust the team you're working with. Um, because you don't know every influencer, you don't know their audience. You have to find out exactly, you know, their engagement, who they're followed by, the male to female ratio following, their demographics, what countries, what cities. Um, do they work best doing a, a video story? You know, the stories on Instagram, or do they work best doing a post for you? Um, and that's why the, the big influencers on Instagram are getting paid the big bucks because they are bringing, you know, they're helping you become a brand. And that's why there's other influencers on Instagram who are a little bit more shady. And, um, I will say the people that we work with, the, the celebrities and the Instagram, the influencers that we bring on, we know every single thing about them because we work very closely with their agents. Um, and we know their, we know all the deals they've had you know, going on within the, the past two years. We've seen them climb. We know their demographics. We know their cities. We know their ages that they're followed by. Um, we pretty much know everything about them. Yeah. Um, so that makes a so, lot of sense. Yeah, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so for our clients, you know, we could have one lady who's like, well, you know, I have uh, these beautiful vegan candles and, you know, my age demographic is between 30 and 40. That's who I'm mainly selling to. And we were like, wow, you need to do one of our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills campaigns because we know that they're all followed by 30 to 40 year olds and they're all in America and there's a couple in Melbourne and there's some in London and do you ship? So we find out everything about our clients and we know everything about our celebrities. So we are branding you up with the with the most perfect influencer for you. 
um, you know, we're running one with Stasi Karanakalayo right right now, and she, um, you know, she's a powerhouse. She's um, she's becoming very famous in her own right, and she's launching campaigns left, right, and center. And you know, she's a great one to be doing this with. She um, gets hundreds, five, at least five hundred thousand likes on each post. Her engagement is just absolutely off the charts. So. Um, our clients were super excited that, you know, they affordably and effectively get to brand up with her without having to pay, you know, what it would be to hire her for one post. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's where we're at right now. So in, in your opinion, I want to, I want to talk a little bit about, uh, we talked about, you know, how there could be negative effects by partnering with the wrong influencer, but what makes an influencer campaign a success in your mind? And uh, you know what? What like what? What do you look for? Uh, what when you're determining whether or you know that campaign that was a real that was a real success? Yeah, yeah, that's another really great question. It's the team, honestly. It's the team behind, uh, you know, the brain behind putting these campaigns together. Um, if you have an influencer that's just you know getting paid so much money and they're not into it and they they're they're you know half-heartedly posting and they're not behind the brand that does affect the campaign and that will affect you know posts and likes and engagement but if you're working with a a really really good influencer someone who is behind the campaign and their agents behind the campaign um and also my team my team have to know exactly how to execute these campaigns and to get you know, the right people behind each and every campaign is how, you know, these things are successful versus a failure. And so far, we've only had great success with all of our campaigns. Um, and also really caring, really, you know, again, as I say, I, you know, was a mother on Instagram all day learning, you know, about these different brands and startups. And, you know, I am extreme, this is my business. I am extremely passionate about my clients and their brands and I go above and beyond so they're happy. And so they feel, you know, they're getting, you know, as much as they can out of every campaign they come on to with us. So, um, yeah, it's very, very important to, um, you know, to execute anything on Instagram, you know, perfectly. Nothing can be done in a half measure. It's all got to be, um, in my eyes, perfect. I am a perfectionist. I, <laughs> that No, that's good. I think, I mean, to an extent, I'm certainly a perfectionist as well, so I totally get where you're coming from. And I feel like with Instagram, everyone always trying to make, you know, their content as perfect as possible anyway, so it's like the perfect match. And mm-hmm. I realized I said perfect like five times in that sentence. But <laughs> it's great work. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, uh, so I mean, it, make, it makes a lot of sense. I, I want to talk also about, you know, this is one of the areas where I'm a little fuzzy myself. So mm-hmm. I, I'd like to get your, your take and your input on this. Measuring the effectiveness of an influencer campaign. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I, I'm guessing it's, it varies depending on each brand that's involved, what they're looking for, what they want to get out of it. But are mm-hmm. there particular metrics that you like to keep track of? And that you think that you know the brand should be keeping in mind. So you mean as in the influencers' um, posts or our branding posts? So, uh, so, so, what should the brand be looking for in terms of tracking how well the campaign they're work, the influencer they're working with, is delivering results to them? 
how, how do you track that? Well, that that's feedback. So, you know, we had um, one client jump into our Kyle Richards campaign and um, she was delighted. She sold out. She was she wrote this beautiful ebook on, um, you know, healthy recipes for, you know, her and her kids and cooking at home and being organic. And it sold out. She she sold like two or three hundred ebooks in just a day. She was a start, like she launched her business with our Kyle Richards campaign. She had probably only 10 followers and that was just families and friends. Um, and she went past the 10,000 mark of followers. So she also can utilize the um, the swipe up because you have yes. to have 10,000 followers on Instagram in order to utilize Instagram's swipe up and shop. Um, so mainly it's feedback and also we have a pretty good eye on the campaign. We like to, you know, track our clients and see it's, it's amazing. We love looking when the campaigns go live, we love looking at our clients and saying, oh, wow, they just hit 15,000 followers and they hit 20,000 followers. And you know, this startups up to 15,000 followers and now they've got the swipe up and now they've got engagement and um you know they really branded with the right celebrity on this one so a lot of it is us keeping our, our eyes on the campaign but also getting emails and texts from our clients saying when's the next one this was amazing you know with loop marketing campaigns i always say you could buy a billboard on sunset boulevard and put your instagram and say follow me and you still won't get yeah. as many yeah. followers as if, <laughs> if you if you were in these campaigns. Um, you know, that's the beautiful thing. And and it's affordable. So we work with you. So, you know, without putting the prices on the podcast, you know, you can email in and you can find out and speak to one of our representatives. But um, we're going to work with you. If you are a startup, we're going to say, well, you know what? We have Tori Spelling coming up. We actually do have Tori Spelling, 90210. We have Tori Spelling coming up, and she is going to be amazing for your startup. She is followed by, you know, over 1.5 million women, and you're a clothing company, you're a mummy company, you are a holiday company, a kid's company. This is the one for you. Um, or maybe your budget's a little bigger, and you want to do one with Stasi, and, you know, you can work with that type of marketing budget, you're going to blow your company up on Instagram. Um, and we always say to people, you know, providing you believe in your business and you are believing that you are one day going to be a brand, that these campaigns are the first thing you should do in the marketing world. Because if you don't have an audience, you don't even have a business. Right, How because are you're yourself? literally just shouting out into the ether. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You know, if I were to start a company off this company, say I wanted to get into making jeans or I wanted to get into making kids clothes or just say whatever, I'm super busy with this company, but say one day I do get into launching a company, which I probably will. I have the platform. Um, you know, this would be the first thing I would do because your followers on Instagram equate to your currency. If you have over ten, just 10,000 followers, providing you believe in your brand and what you're selling, you are a good business on Instagram because you can now sell on Instagram with a swipe up. Right. So this would be the first thing I would do. It's an absolute no brainer. Um, loop marketing campaigns is completely where it's at. 
and it's not going anywhere. It's it's only going to get better. And my company's going from strength to strength. And I've got lots of celebrities now wanting to work with us as well. So it kind of goes both ways. We're building our brand as well. Right. No, it, that's actually it's actually it's 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 kind of funny in that sense because as as you work with these uh, celebrities and influencers and help your customers in the in a way kind of at the same time you're also you know boosting your own company you know what i mean like be, you know, so it it works out really well but before i wanted to, i want to just want to ask and i want to get a definition from you how how would you ex- describe what a loop campaign is because we've we've you've talked about it a couple times and i just want to make sure the audience uh, Understand, understands yeah. exactly what what you're talking about when you say that okay so it's super Super simple. Um, Big Red Media, we work with celebrities. Um, so take, say, Tori Spelling. We're working with her this month. And Jessica Hall, who are two amazing, you know, I like to call them mompreneurs. They're mommy bloggers, but they're mompreneurs because they're also businesswomen. And these girls are incredible. They hustle. And Instagram has given them, you know, a business that's the other beauty of Instagram you don't have to you don't need an office you've just got your phone your Instagram start something start blogging um, so a loop marketing campaign is where we you know work with Tori Spelling and we um, we buy a luxury purse or you know with someone like Stasi, we buy like five or six from Fendi Gucci and we also offer um, cash prizes and our celebrities take a picture and they do some videos with the the beautiful purses and the cash prizes. And they are offering this cash prize and the purses to one of their lucky followers. So anywhere from a million all the way up to 20 million followers or more, depending on who we're working with, um, one of those lucky followers are going to win the purses or the cash. And all they have to do is they're instructed in the caption post by our celebrity is go to the Lux Life Now, which is our Instagram page where we host these campaigns and they follow the Lux Life Now and they follow all the companies that the Lux Life Now are following. And all the companies the Lux Life Now are following are the sponsors of the campaign. So it's kind of like a two-step process where, you know, Stasi or Tori or Kyle Richards, whoever it is we're working with, will say, hey guys, who wants to win all of this? One of my amazing lucky followers is gonna win all this Gucci or Fendi and this cash prize. And all you have to do is go to the Lux Life now and follow them and follow all the companies that they follow. Um, and in hindsight, what happens is, is that our companies who have bought in um, they they get tens of thousands of followers in one or two days. It's incredible. Um, so they're sponsoring these campaigns and they're getting, you know, an audience that they want. So they're getting Kyle Richards followers or they're getting Stasi's followers or Tori Spelling's followers. Um, do you see what I mean? Yeah, uh, ab- absolutely. And I, 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 one of the, actually, one of the follow-up questions for that. So when so it, when when a brand signs up with you and 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 then and they're in the campaign and you guys start the campaign and then they're starting to get followers i would imagine that they also are working on creating engaging content at the same time that way their new followers are enticed and and want to continue following 
that account and making and, and, and participating with, you know, and engaging with them, correct? Definitely. This is the time to grab your new audiences and your existing audiences attention. It doesn't mean go crazy and, you know, spend $10,000 on marketing something incredible. It just means know your brand very well. What are you going to sell today? What message are you giving off? Because say you've got 10 to 20,000 new followers in two or three days, those people are looking at your brand. They're like, oh, I haven't seen this jean company before, or this, this hairdressers or this salon or, you know, they're new to you. So you want to be active. You want to be on your stories. You want to be posting um, and engage. That's, that's what these are all about. You're going to have to engage with your new audience. Now, whether you're a startup and you only have seven posts, again, the girl I told you about that that did the ebook, she had 10 followers, family and friends. You know, she sold so many, hundreds of ebooks um, in, in two days. So it was off that campaign. It was like engaging with, she was in her Kyle Richards and it was getting all those mothers that are like, oh, this is cool. This is an ebook. This is, you know, my son would love this recipe. And she sold so many. So it's about, you know, learning your brand and engaging and and being ready to answer your dms or or you know get back to people who are like what's is there whey protein in this or you do you know what i mean like get yep. ready to engage because you're going to have a high volume you're getting what you hope for you're getting what you wish for an audience for your brand so get ready to engage actually a lot of people run their own smaller giveaway so you know we run the big giveaway that gets the audience but you know, the companies that buy in. So we have, you know, um, things go on sale. So, you know, our jeans have, you know, a $20 off today, just, you know, swipe up for the discount code. And, you know, we notice a lot of our brands and we actually suggest that they do that. They, they, you know, run a smaller giveaway of their own, like a tea company, you know, gave away 20 boxes of tea to the first, you know, 200 people to like his picture. Um, so it's, it's actually a very good time to, um, brand up, we call it and engage and run your own smaller giveaway off the larger giveaway that our celebrity is hosting. Gotcha. I want to swipe back for a second and mm -hmm. we, you were talking about, uh, the ability once you get 10,000 followers on Instagram, you mm -hmm. unlock the ability to open up the swipe up, uh, uh, feature in your stories, right? Yeah. Um, how important and it sounds like it's very important, but you let me know. How important is it for a brand to be able to leverage that functionality on Instagram? Like oh, if, my gosh, it, yeah. Like how, yeah. If you don't have it, like, are you, you know, what are you doing? Or If you don't have it, don't give up. <laughs> like, still, yeah. you know, try and, and if you, again, I always say, if you are passionate and you believe in your business, you will be a brand one day. You just have to believe. But we get so many emails and DMs every single day. Hey, guys, you know, I want to do one of your campaigns because we just need to get past the 10,000 follower mark. And once we're past the 10,000 follower mark, we will have the swipe up. These businesses know how important it is to have the 10,000 followers. Um, you know, Instagram is incredible. And it's given, you know, people such an edge on, on how they now sell. Um, and what an incredible feature that they brought in in 2017 to be able to swipe up and shop. Um, yeah, it's 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 crucial, I think, to a company to be able to do that. And again, the leads that come in every day from the emails saying we just, 
you know, put us in a campaign. We don't <laughs> even care if it, some people don't even care if it's, you know, cu curated for them. Um, we do because we want the best for our clients. So we always say, hold off. We're coming next month as this person or that person. So hold off for the right audience. Um, but some people just want to be up to 10,000 followers and I get it, you know, then people are watching your stories. And I think a lot of people watch stories more than they do posts. Stories yeah. are only available for 24 hours and then they get, you know, washed down, um, wiped away, sorry. Um, but posts, you can see, you can see a post right up till a week after, you know, you might see someone's post like pop up five days after they posted it. Um, but the swipe up and shop is crucial to a company's success. And as a startup, you want to get there as soon as you can, because it also shows credibility. You know, if I went onto a, a page that only had 2000 followers, I would kind of be like, uh, yeah, they're good, but is their, is their products that good? They've only got like 1900 followers and I'm not that impressed. But then when you go onto Fashion Nova who have millions or Lululemon who have millions, you're like, oh, but they're a brand, they have all the followers. So just, you know, people do flock to people who have followers. Um, what's popular is popular and follows go to follows. And the more followers you have, the more your brand's going to be seen, the more followers you're going to keep getting. And that's how we help with these campaigns. So um, we have a couple of clients that say to us, we don't care who you're selling. We want to do every single one because they want to have a million followers. And they know that a percentage of the followers they get from each and every campaign um, we run it's going to bring bring business to them and going to you know up their brand even more. So um, super important to be past the ten thousand followers. Great. So let's let's talk a little bit about hashtags, which are which which are also I'm I'm, I'm assuming super important, um, but not just like what the hash spam or spamming hashtags with mm -hmm. trying to like, what's it like? How do you define? Um, or how would, what kind of advice would you give to, for an effective hashtag strategy on Instagram? See, this is a really good question because when I started this business, I did a lot of research into hashtags and I would ask my clients, Hey, like, why do you do 30 hashtags? Why do you only do four? Why does Beyonce never hashtag, right? Beyonce mm -hmm. doesn't even caption. Um, I think with hashtags from the feedback I've got is don't go too crazy because then people don't know where to look. I think keeping it to four to six hashtags a post is more effective than doing 30 or 40 because people are going to associate you with the six that you always post. Um, sorry, one sec. So yeah, people are going to associate you with the ones that you always post, um, which I think is super important um to wait so should you should you post the same hashtags every time or should you be looking to change it up That's, sorry yeah. my phone was just going there i had to step away for a second um yeah with hashtags i think keep it the same if you are you know selling um say organic uh, uh, baby goods okay you want to say organic baby goods mama goes shopping um isn't this cute you know keep it to your brand ethos and maybe do four or six um as your brand will become you know more focused to your hashtags 
Um, and again, this is feedback that I've got from hundreds and hundreds of our clients that they like to kind of hone in on the hashtag and make sure that they are getting their brand out there along with the hashtags. I think yeah, you almost want to like make it so your brand is is eventually kind of gets just associated with that hashtag. That's right? exactly it. Yeah. You said it even better than I said it. Yeah, you want your brand to uh to be associated with the hashtag so for plastic surgeons it's like snatched hash, uh, hashtag snatched hashtag beach body hashtag um rocking my new body you know so they keep them all the same all the time um and then there's also like you know the the search page where all the hashtags get put into like you know in order of whatever you're searching on the search page um so yeah just keep keep it i personally think Keep it to four or six hashtags per biz, per post. Um, how, how, how would you go about kind of figuring out which hashtag which hashtags you should be using though? Like like how like I mean, is it is it based is it just basically research and kind of you know figuring out other people when other people post similar types of content they're using these tags or should you try and create your own hashtag? Is 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 that do you have to be like a a super kind of big brand in order to do that or yeah um so you know for startups um i think copycat scenario go and see your competitors that are killing it and and and, and notice what hashtags they are using um you know because don't don't try and reinvent the wheel you know and and look at your your competitors and see which hashtags they're using and and just align with them unless you're selling something completely different you know and then you've got to create your own hashtags but for the most part you know we're all on instagram trying to sell the same stuff do you know do you know yeah. what i mean so yeah. Look at your competitor, someone who's killing it, someone who's doing amazing, and notice what hashtags they keep using, and and don't reinvent the wheel. Just keep it pretty similar. I like that advice. I mean, I, I think that makes sense when it comes to, especially when it comes to hashtags. You don't want to, like you said, don't reinvent the wheel. I think it's really good advice to definitely look at competitors who are doing a really good job on this in, yeah. on Instagram because mm -hmm. they've they've done the legwork for you for you at that point, right? They've Absolutely. done the research research yeah. and, and figured out these are the hashtags we want to use because they work best mm -hmm. um and then you could always add a couple um but definitely keep you know i would i would definitely think about using theirs uh uh you know to some degree i think that's i think that's good advice you know it seems like it's cheating almost but it's not it's it's just a solid strategy <laughs> the way i see marketing on a whole on instagram is keep it very very simple Mm -hmm. Know your budget. First off, know your budget. Know what you're working with. Believe and love and be passionate about your brand. And if you're going to be on Instagram, make it your be all and end all because Instagram is your business. Instagram will give you the platform to grow and become a brand. And you do need followers. Followers are your currency. Followers are what is going to support your brand. Um, you know, and with DMing, like when I find something I love, whether it's a hair product, and this is me just speaking personally, like a restaurant, a hairstylist, a pair of jeans, I DM them to my sister and my girlfriends. So, you know, you want that, you want that buzz, but keep it simple and know your budget and start loop marketing.
start getting into these loop marketing campaigns and I know there's a couple of other companies running these but what I love about Big Crowd Media is that we have affordable buy-ins whether you're a startup or you're already a huge established brand we have them all there for you so you know we we do work with a lot of startups and startups are you know I love them I'm super I'm super passionate about that part of the company because um they're so passionate and in love with their brand and they just want every single step to be perfect. But um, they can try lots of different other type of marketing, but this does work. You just need an audience. Providing you- I, I agree. I mean, definitely audiences, I definitely agree. Audience is key um, for pretty much any business, really. I mean, if you, if, like, like we were talking about earlier, if you don't, if you're, if you don't have an audience, essentially you're just talking sometimes with a megaphone into an empty room. Um, and, you, you know, unless you can cultivate that audience some way, um, you know, eat organically, uh, mm-hmm. then, you know, you have other opportunities like what like you're talking about with loop marketing, um, that, which is what you guys specialize in. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's a great way to kind of help uh, boost your brand and at the same time, uh, you know, see results quicker than if you were to try and do something or just organically. Um, um, and the thing is, like, people think, oh, but look, marketing, it's not organic. It's its all these followers. And it's like, it, 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 okay, it's, let's say, as speedy, exponential, organically run campaigns because they're real followers, real. And we have brands that phone us, and I am so upfront and honest with them. One of the first questions I'll say is, do you have fake followers? I'm not judging you. Half of the people that come to us have fake followers. And we're like, oh my gosh, for the love of God, stop buying fake followers. (laughs) They hurt your brand. You know, they're just like a big stagnant gray cloud that never moves and never does anything. Like, I would rather you just have 2,000 real ones and work with us in a campaign you can afford than buy 10,000 fake ones and have our real ones go to your brand. Have everyone that follows you following you for a reason because they love your brand or they just, even if they're not buying your brand, they can still be liking, they can still be engaging. They Um, could be a potential customer in the future. You know, know, at least they're a real person at that point. Yes, a real person. And there's nothing more damaging than, than fake followers. And also Instagram cracking down and all of that, you know, there's so many celebrities that are getting named and shamed right now because they have fake followers. Um, again, we only work with celebrities and influencers that we love and trust for our own brand and our, you know, business face that we know are the real deal. Um, and we'll execute our campaigns beautifully because if they don't, I won't sleep at night. Um, you know, so yeah, it's very important, um, to be not buying fake followers. Definitely. Another thing I just want to point out with the fake followers is that, what ends up happening is you buy a bunch of fake followers. Let's say you buy, you get 10,000 follow, fake followers. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, they don't, like you said, they don't provide any engagement, any real value aside from the number. But the problem is when you then get actual new followers down the road, it brings down your engagement numbers significantly because yeah. you have a whole swath of so-called followers that are not doing anything. Yeah, and it may, it actually brings your engagement numbers down. It can negatively affect you. Um, it really does in that, yeah. in that in that aspect. It really does, and also people aren't stupid. Like you know, 
again, I was on Instagram six hours a day before I started this company. I would know the brands and the people and the bloggers that had bought fake followers because they might have, you know, 500,000 followers, 2,000 likes, and then like 10 comments. Mm -hmm. And and, and five of them are which to they they replied to. So (laughs) you really looks at, yeah, very fishy. And, you know, I get it. I am not judging. I know why people buy fake followers and I get it. It's, you know, they've got desperate. Um, you know, when they see the money that you can be making on Instagram, so they're like, oh, if only we had 100,000 followers, or if only I had that. Um, but just don't, just don't do it. Just work harder and, and create your hashtags and be you. Keep being you on Instagram. And if again, believe in what you're doing, do a loop marketing campaign, let it blow you away. You might, it might just be one that it takes to to change it around for your business. It might just be one and you're like, that was amazing. But we have some people that come back for all of them. Um, But yeah, it has to be authentic. Definitely. Definitely. I think that's a key. I think that's a great key word, authentic. Everything you do, I feel like when it comes to building brands should definitely be authentic. You should, it should be based on, you know, whoever the founder of the company is or, or, and the culture that they've set up and it should be authentic it shouldn't be like a fake you know persona uh you know it has to come from somewhere um, and and I, I i couldn't agree more one of the last the last thing i want to talk about before we get to the lightning round is mm. and you and we you alluded to this a little before the importance of the instagram post caption you mentioned beyonce doesn't even use post captions <laughs> no she's beyonce so yeah. <laughs> for, for the rest of us <laughs> What are some of the best practices uh, for creating, you know, good uh, or, you know, great post captions? What should we be looking to do? Is the first line of an Instagram post caption like the most important? Yes. Set us straight. (laughs) Yeah, I really think it is. So, again, like I work with these amazing brands and, you know, our clients and I look at all of them. I can see the ones that have the more successful caption posts than the ones that maybe that just kind of keep it very generic and vanilla. Have fun. This is your brand. No one knows this better than you. With the hashtags, you could do a little copycat and looking at your competitor or someone who's killing it. But with your post, you want to own it. So, you know, keep it fun and keep it, you know, original. And sometimes it's only doing three words, you know, and then your hashtags. Mm-hmm. Um, other times it's, you know, going into depth, but keep it real. And I've noticed, you know, a lot of people will just like your picture now. So this is another really good point. Like a lot of people will just, that are on Instagram, don't forget, we've got thousands of people to look at on Instagram every day. You know, thousands of posts all the time, all the people we follow. Um, so a lot of people are just looking at the picture and liking. It's instant gratification. So with the posts, it's keeping it, I believe, like snappy and in your face. And if you're promoting something, get it into the first line. Like, this is our new blah, blah, blah. This is my new company, blah, blah, blah. So people are seeing the picture and seeing the first part of the caption post and, and running with it. Rather than like a big, long spiel, and then you're getting into it. You know, Kim Kardashian can do that because people are obsessed with her, so they want to read everything. But engage, engage, engage. And also look at your most popular posts. See which ones, you know, got the most likes and the most engagement and the most comments. And say, you know, there was a pattern there. I posted this picture at that time wearing this. um, And I said that and people loved it. 
um, you know, I posted that that time and it, it didn't really kill it. it. You know, you know, nobody knows your caption or your picture or what you're posting or what you're putting on stories better than you do. Nice. I, I think that's great advice. I think when it comes to captions, I, like it's really it can be really tough. And I, th I, I tend to like the short and sweet kind of captions in your face in the beginning sentence. You know, the first sentence should be uh, ideally the first couple of you know, uh, first several characters of text because you only sometimes even the whole sentence doesn't fit into the you know before yeah. it gets cut off. So you gotta mm -hmm. you gotta kind of learn that and like figure out all right what do I what do I want people to, if you have like a call to action mm -hmm. or you want someone to, you know you want someone to do something or or whatever the case may be, um, you want to put that up front so that way people yeah. know that you're looking for them to do something and to engage in some way yeah like we had a jeweler um a downtown los angeles jeweler and he's like you know this kyle richards one's gonna be amazing for me and he sells the most beautiful diamonds like gorgeous and he kills it with his um his caption because he has these beautiful oval diamonds and he started it off with justin bieber he's like at justin bieber bought Hayley, Hayley Bieber uh, an oval diamond when they got engaged. Well, I have tons in my store. So <laughs> he kind Smart. of incorporated a bit of a huge celebrity into his caption post. And people were like loving, 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 loving. And he put Hayley's ring next to the ring he was selling. He didn't sell Hayley her ring. He obviously disclosed that at the end. Like, you know, these are my diamonds. And Justin used a different jeweler, but way down at the bottom. Um, right, you know, right. he used he used celebrity and he brought the glam of another world into his world. And that was a pretty successful post for him. Um, so you can also be really smart about your postings as well. And, and, you know, think them out before you just post anything like engage and think of other people that are wearing your brand. Or don't you think Beyonce would look amazing in our jeans? And that that can be it, you know, just mm -hmm. uh, Use other people and, and, and buy into the world of celebrity when it comes to thinking of what you're going to put in your posts. Definitely. So, Tiffany, we made it through. We talked yes. about all the topics we wanted to talk about. But now we're up to the lightning round, which, of course, supported by Wix. You can create a professional website today at Wix.com. That's W-I-X.com. So, Tiffany, whenever you're ready, you let me know and we'll get started. Okay, I am ready. All right, here we go. Would you ever go skydiving? No. Okay. I don't. Th I don't think <laughs> no. I would either. Honestly, maybe no. I don't. I doubt it though. <laughs> There's not one part of me that wants to jump out of a plane. Mm -mm. Yeah, I just don't have that urge either. Um, totally get that. Yeah. Netflix or Amazon Prime Video. Oh, um, gosh. Can I say both? Sure. <laughs> they could be potential clients, so I don't want to choose one or the other. <laughs> Gotcha. No, that, that's. I think that's fair. I think I, they're both. They both have great content, actually. For a yeah. while, for a while, I would say Netflix uh, edged yes. Yes. Amazon Prime Video for me. But but Amazon has been getting better and better content uh, more recently. So I, I I think it's a tougher decision these days. It is. I mean, I'm glad there's both to choose from. Yeah. Um. You know, and the world should have variety. So I'm gonna okay. say both on them. All right. What word do you always misspell? Oh gosh, um, neighbor. 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 Yeah. yeah. I, I could. I could totally. I could totally see that too. For me, it's entrepreneur. I. I think <laughs> I finally got it, 
But if for the longest time, I always had trouble with it. <laughs> and you know what? That that word entrepreneur is like ten or twenty years ago, very few people used that word. Mm -hmm. And now everybody is using that word because they're on Instagram. You can be your own <laughs> entrepreneur if you're on Instagram. Nice. What's the best movie you've seen lately? Oh, um, gosh, the best movie. See, I'm, I'm on Netflix every night, so I'm watching TV shows. But what's the best movie? Oh, gosh. Um, I watched one with Michael Fassbender recently. It was a very dark, sad film, but I can't remember. It was like The Tower or something. I can't remember the name, but it's a period piece, and it was really incredible. Uh, my husband hates me for it, though, because he doesn't do, like, dreary, sad movies, but... It was so beautifully, I mean, coming from the acting world, it would, would have been something I would have loved to have been in, and I love period pieces, so it was that film. I just can't remember the name. We'll just go with it was that film. and we'll It was it that film. Movie. Michael Fassbender was <laughs> it. Yeah. Great. All right, last one. Here we go. Would you rather live a week in the future or relive a week in the past? Oh, wow. Gosh. <laughs> you know, for me, a week in the past... Okay. Um, yeah, just to go go back and be with someone for one more week that I lost. Def so definitely a week in the past. Yeah. Good choice. I like that too. Yeah. Uh, Tiffany Tiffany Rose, co-founder and co-CEO of. I'm sorry, just <laughs> of 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 big crowd of big crowd media. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you for joining me so much. I really appreciate it. I enjoyed having you on. If yeah. anyone who's who's listening wants to get in touch with you. Uh, or learn more about Big Crowd Media, what's the best way for them to do that? They can email me at tiffany at bigcrowdmedia.com or um, just go onto our website and you'll find the number and all the right information you need there. Um, but yeah, you can email tiffany at bigcrowdmedia.com and you know, we are very friendly and we will work with you and your budget. And if, if you just need advice, we're also here for that as well. And, a great thing about our company is we don't just do everything over email. Some people love just speaking over email, but we also have a team of people that are on the phone, you know, ready to talk as well. That's always helpful, I found. You know, sometimes okay. you just need to, to, to hash things out on the phone. Email yeah. sometimes just doesn't cut it. <laughs> See, I'm very much a talk on the phone person, but I'd say three quarters of my clients are very much just on email. Um, which is crazy to me because I love to get to know someone on the phone and feel them out. And um, But, yeah, we run a lot of our company just by doing emails, and that's all over the world, our clients. So right. um, thank God for email, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's the thing everyone loves to hate, right? So <laughs> Yes, it's so true. Well, Tiffany, it's been great again having you on. I really appreciate it, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Yeah, thank you so much, Jeff. That was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to Techie Bites. Stay tuned for more episodes every Tuesday with awesome interviews and conversations about technology and business. If you like what we're doing, please consider supporting the podcast at anchor.fm slash besttechie and or by leaving a rating interview on iTunes. Both ways help us greatly and are much appreciated. So thank you. Until next time, we'll see you. And remember, remember, take care of your computers.